Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast and another episode. It's Tuesday morning here in Sydney. Hope you guys had a very productive day yesterday and as usual, if you like my podcast, please leave a comment, a rating or subscribe to my channel and get the latest updates on what's going on in my life and today I want to talk about a very serious and very important topic and this is bullying in schools. Now, before you get all sort of huffy and puffy and saying, well, you know, this is a topic that doesn't exist. Well, let me tell you, it does. And it starts from a very young age. And it's you're not just talking about teenagers who who pick on other kids because they're a little bit bigger or they've got pimples or they've got the wrong color hair. Bullying starts from right at the very young age, whether it's kindergarten or year one. The moment that kids develop the ability to verbalize their thoughts and it is, I believe, the onus of the parents and society in general, just to just to stamp out any reason for bullying, because bullying in any shape or form is unacceptable. Now, a caveat, I just have to admit that when we were little, this is many, many, many years ago, we all participated in a degree of bullying to some sort. It doesn't mean that we're proud of it. It doesn't mean I'm proud of what I've done. But it's something that as you become an adult, you realize how insensitive, how horrible, how soul-destroying, how debilitating it is to pick on another human being based on either their color, their size, their gender, their race, their beliefs, their actions, their inactions. You see, we're all individuals in this planet, and do you know what sort of human being will actually go out of their way to make another fellow human being feel bad just because they're not the same as him or her. Do you know how sad that is? Do you know how sad that makes me feel? That the only way that somebody can get their self-esteem higher than it is currently is to drag somebody else down. And this is the reality of what bullying is. Bullying is something that happens only in a situation where you know, you feel so crap, you feel so down about yourself that you need to make everyone else around you feel worse than you just so that you can feel a little bit better. Bullying does not make you happy. Bullying just makes everyone else around you hate you and feel worse about themselves. So relatively speaking, your life isn't as sucky as you thought it was. Now as adults, most of us, not all of us, but most of us, have a degree of ability to defend ourselves. So we can speak up, we can act, we can say no to bullies. But as a kid, as a six or seven or an eight-year-old child, how do you expect them to understand even the concept of what bullying is? The fact that other kids don't want to play with you in the playground because, for example, you're the wrong skin color. You're a little bit chubbier than the other kids. You wear glasses. You don't speak a language properly. You have a kind of a little bit of a lisp. You have this, you got the wrong colored hair. Your shirt doesn't fit right. Your shoes are not the same name brand as all the other kids. You don't have a phone, all this kind of stuff. It's like, I don't understand how parents think it's okay to allow the kids to make fun of other children. The reason for this, 
most likely in my opinion is the fact that the parents of these children, these bullies, are bullies themselves. They don't care about what their kid says because this is the norm for them. So if a kid goes home and sees their parents make fun of others, deride others based on all these things that I've just mentioned, the kid's not going to know any better and they think it's just normal. You know, this is how all this bad stuff starts. This is how prejudice and racism and sexism and all this stuff starts off. Kids don't get born hating people of a different skin color. Kids don't get born judging other children because they may not necessarily, for example, be as athletic as them. Kids develop these judgments and opinions based on what they observed around them. And at this tender age, where, you know, where it's one, two, three, four, five, six, or whatever, most of this exposure occurs in the home. And then what they do is they take it to school, and they think that they're the king of the world because they have the ability to make fun of others and make other people feel bad. And this leads to a vicious cycle, because what happens then is the innocent kids, the ones who are very easily easily influenced, the ones with relatively low self-esteem, even though it is not in their DNA to bully, they side with the bully in fear that they're going to get bullied themselves. So this is what happens, like you get some innocent kid who just wants to go read their comic books, play sport, doesn't matter, they want to collect Pokemon cards. So it's stuff that perhaps other children in the school already consider kind of nerdy. But they're hanging in there, and then you get this really, like, new kid who's just a little bit unsure of themselves. You want to make fun, you want to make friends with this kid, but you're afraid because you think if you make fun with a new, weird-looking kid, all the other kids are going to put you in the same basket as the new kid and start picking on you as well. This is how bullying starts. It's bullies have no physical power. What they do is they do stuff that emotionally and psychologically makes you fearful. So they never really come up and punch you in the face. What they do is they say things, they do things, they just do actions, they talk about you behind your back, and they try to make you look bad in front of others. And this is what young kids fear, because kids aren't mature, kids don't have the ability, they don't have the thought process, they don't have the mental or the emotional EQ to think to themselves, this kid's been a bully, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to show all the other kids that this guy or this girl is a nasty piece of work and that we shouldn't hang out. It's a very, very limited amount of kids who have the ability to do that. And most kids will just fall in line, won't say anything, and in fact a lot of them will actually help the bully because it makes them feel or seem like they're cool and it protects them and it shelters them. From the likelihood that they're going to get picked on themselves and this is how it all starts you can't i know people say just tell the teacher and let the school deal with it but i don't really feel like the school is in a position to be able to deal with this kind of stuff because one is they have a lot of kids they have a lot of personalities they have a lot of egos they have a lot of things to to deal with and they also the other thing is they just don't see what happens behind the scenes kids often act stoic and strong in front of others because again if you start if someone tries to bully you and you start crying in the middle of the playground kids are just going to tend to even make more fun of you and what they do is they try to pretend to be your 
a stoic, and they, they lose their shit outside of school. They have tantrums, they have anger issues, they have stuff, they take it out on people who have nothing to do with them, and they don't have the ability to express themselves. So what happens is, as I said, they take it out on people that they feel safe with. They'll never get angry and challenge the bullies, because that's the thing, they're scared of them. But they'll go home and take it out on their dog, they'll go home and take it out on their mum and dad, because they feel secure with them, that no matter what they say, they're not going to suffer the same repercussions of what happens if they mention this stuff at school. And that's the thing that makes me angry, is the fact that the caregivers cop it for the inappropriate and nasty actions of others around your kids. Okay, and have you ever tried, I mean, I guess what happens is if you escalate this and you actually physically go to, physically go to the principal and other parents get involved, it's all just going to be a matter of ego. My kid is better than yours. Why do you trust your kid? Why don't you just teach your kid how to defend themselves rather than blame my kid for bullying? And this is a problem that a lot of people envisage would happen if they report this kind of stuff. And that's why people keep quiet. And that's why nothing gets done. And that's why kids go through school hating school, not because they don't want to learn, but they flunk. They do really badly because they're in fear of what happens not only in the classroom, but often what happens outside of the classroom. When there's no longer any structure, for example, at morning tea, at lunchtime, when you have to try and develop your social skills and make your own friends and develop relationships with the other people in the playground, this is when they fall apart. Because for an adult, for me, for example, if you ask me to go up to a 20 people and try to make a, start a conversation with them, I would be happy to do that. And if 19 of them reject me and say, you're a loser, you suck, you're ugly, I don't want to talk to you, that wouldn't necessarily bother me. But imagine if that happened to a kid. You tell kids to go, try and make new friends. The ones you've got are bullies. The ones you've got aren't being nice to you. They're being mean to you. Try. You shouldn't hang out with them. Go find new friends. How does a seven-year-old process this information and get into their mind that, okay, Mum's right, Dad's right, my friends are losers, they're mean to me, they're not actually my friends. I'm going to go to every other kid in the classroom or every other kid in the playground, introduce myself and see if they want to play. How many kids actually have the social confidence to do that? I bet you the answer is like 0.1%. What actually ends up happening is they go, well, I need to hang out with these bullies because at least they talk to me. It's not like they doing nice things with me, they're not trying to be nice, they don't want to play with me, but at least I've got somebody. So they get into this situation where they just fall in line with these mean, horrible people who pick on them, and they just sit there and suffer. Because the alternative is they're going to look like a Nigel No Friends and sit on the playground by themselves, because they think just because three people are bullies in their class, everyone else in the entire school are going to treat them exactly the same way. So the education of this, I feel, really begins at home. And the parents have to be in a position where we have to try and help our kids develop an ability, some mental toughness to accept this situation and help them make the decision that they're not going to listen to this anymore and that they're going to stand up for themselves. Now, I know you're going to say that's easier said than done, and it's nigh on impossible. 
But what else can you do? You can't expect anyone else to change the situation for you. All we can do is provide support, love and guidance for our children. Let them make the mistakes. Let them figure out how to interact with people in society. This is no different from being an adult. In an adult, rejection happens every day. You ask somebody for a sale, comes back no. You apply for a job, you don't get it. You, you play baseball, you swing, you strike out. You ask for a pay rise, you get no. You ask a girl out on a date, they say no. You ask them to marry you, they say no. How do people develop the, the ability, the capacity to absorb all these no's and still be around? And that's based on what they do in childhood and how they learn and how they become grown adults who have got the ability, they have the coping mechanisms of dealing with rejection on a constant everyday basis. And here we, and when we're talking about that, there are all these internet trolls. You do your best, you post this, what you think is the best picture on Instagram, the best post you've ever written, the best video on YouTube. The first comment is, you are fat, you're ugly, your video sucks. How do you deal with that? A lot of that is based on how you dealt with the situation when you were a kid and how you've been taught to deal with trolls, negative comments, haters, all this kind of stuff. Because if you don't have an ability to cope, every single time that a kid comes to you in a playground and say, you're fat, you're ugly, John, you're going to take it so much to heart and think that I'm fat and I'm ugly. That's not what we want. And the thing is, we have to, as I said, we have to teach our children to develop coping mechanisms of this because there's always going to be people in society, there's always going to be kids, there's always going to be adults out there who are going to say this kind of stuff to you. I know that I'm sometimes getting a little bit fired up about this conversation because I hate, hate kids getting picked on at school. I was never in the most popular class in terms of this kind of school popularity type of thing. I was a smart kid. I was never bullied at school. But you can just see there are so many kids that I went to school with with so low self-esteem just because one nasty person says something bad to them when they were in fourth grade. And they carry this thought into their adulthood because they have not developed a mechanism to figure out that the person who said this have so many more problems than you that the only reason they're saying this is trying to make them feel like not such a loser. Teaching kids this is not easy. Teaching kids this is very frustrating. Firstly, you'll go through a few steps. One is they get so sad. It may even make them feel worse. And you make it to a point where they don't believe you. When you say, little Sarah, Go up to that kid next time they try and bully you and say, you're being a bully, this is not a nice thing for you to do, I think you should stop. It takes a lot of guts for a kid to go up and do that. And they may not listen to you, but all you can do is keep pounding, keep reinforcing the positivity. Every kid is good in their own way. And I much prefer an individual who has their own thoughts and their own opinions than just a bunch of sheep who just follow the leader when the leader is some inconsiderate, non-empathetic, horrible person who only cares about themselves and what they look in front of others. 
So that's it for this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's brought you value. If you've got any history or any kids who you're having trouble with in terms of bullying, if you have any opinions, I'd love to hear from you because it's not a simple solution and anything that other people may have in their past experience which may help would be extremely valuable to my audience. So until next time, you guys have a great day. Just remember, creating is what keeps us individual and keeps us alive in this kind of in this modern world where everyone tries to outdo each other. Everyone tries to earn more than the others. Everyone tries to keep up with the Joneses and everyone just tries to show off and show how much better they are than others. Instead of focusing on all this stuff, just create, be yourself, and you'll be much happier than you would possibly ever imagine. So until next time, see ya.